श्री श्रीमाद अभय चरणारविंद भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी प्रभुपाद की जाए जयों विष्णुपाद परमहंस परिव्राजकचार्य अष्टोत्तर शत श्री श्रीमद भक्ति सिद्धांत सरस्वती ठाकुर की जाए अनंतकोटि वैष्णववृंद की जाए नामाचार्य शिल हरिदास ठाकुर की जाए प्रेम से कहो श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधर शिवाशादी गौर भक्त वृंद की जाए श्री श्री राधा कृष्ण गोप गोपीनाथ श्याम कुंड राधा कुंड गिरि गोवर्धन की जाए श्री वृंदावन धाम की जाए श्री मथुरा धाम की जाए श्री जगन्नाथपुरी धाम की जाए श्री मायापुर नवद्वीप धाम की जाए गंगा माई की जाए जमुना माई की जाए भक्ति देवी की जाए तुलसी महारानी की जाए हरिनाम संकीर्तन की जाए समवेतो भक्त वृंद की जाए गौर प्रेमानंदे हरि हरि बोल ऑल ग्लोरीज टू द एसेंबल डिवोटीज ऑल ग्लोरीज टू द एसेंबल डिवोटीज ऑल ग्लोरीज टू द एसेंबल डिवोटीज ऑल ग्लोरीज टू श्री गुरु एंड श्री गौरांगो ऑल ग्लोरीज टू श्री लभ्रभुपाल नमोम विष्णुपदाय कृष्ण पृष्ठाय भूतले श्रीमते भक्तिवेदात स्वामी नामिने नमस्ते सरस्वती देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषून्यवादी पाश्चत्तिशुताने शील प्रपाद की जाय ओं नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओं नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओं नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरंचम दी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय मुदीर नष्टु अभद्रेशु निगवत सेवया भगवती उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवतीम्भागवतम फोर्थ कैंटो ट्वेंटी सेवेन्थ चैप्टर टेक्स्ट ट्वेंटी थ्री दिस चैप्टर इज एंटाइटल्ड एज एटैक बाय चंडवेगा on the city of puranjan text 23 tato bihata sankalpa kannaka yavaneshwaram mayopadishtam asha asadya babre मिस्टेक इन द स्पेलिंग बट हू रोट द थिंग हू रोट इट इन द बोन ओके हाँ तुम ठीक लिखा है यहाँ पर यहाँ नान मा हो गए हैं बल्कि असल में नाम ना होगा तत बिहत संकल्पा कन्नका जवनेश्वरम मयोपदिष्टम आसाद्य बब्रे नामना भयंपतिम ततो बिहत संकल्पा कन्यका जवनेश्वरम मयोपदिष्टम आसाद्य बब्रे नाम भयंपतिम 
तथो बिहत संकल्पा कन्नकाजवनेश्वर मोपदिष्टमाद्य बब्रे नामना भयंपतिम Sankalpa, being disappointed in her determination, Mukannaka, the daughter of time, Javaneshwaram, unto the king of the untouchables, Maya Upadishtam, indicated by me, Asadya, having approached. Vabre, accepted, Namna, of the name, Bhayam, fear, Patim, as her husband. Translation by His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada. After she was thus disappointed by me, with my permission, she approached the king of the Javanas, whose name was Bhaya. Or fear, and she accepted him as her husband. Purport <coughs> 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 by Shri Prabhupada. Being the most perfect Vaishnava, Sri Narad Muni is always willing to do good to others, even to one who curses him. Although Kanneka, the daughter of time, was refused by Narad Muni, she was given a shelter. Of course, no one could give her shelter. But if Vaishnava gives shelter, somehow to such an unfortunate girl, when Jada or old age attacks everyone, dwindles and when Jada attacks everyone, dwindles and deteriorates. In one stroke, Narad Muni gave shelter to Kannaka and counter-attacked the ordinary karmis. If one accepts the instructions of Narad Muni, the ocean of fear, bhai, can be very quickly removed by the grace of the great sage Vaishnava. <coughs> Hmm. 
तत बिहत संकल्पा कन्या जवनेश्वरम मयोपदिष्टम आशाद्य बब्रे नामना भयंपतिम After she was thus disappointed by me, with my permission, she approached the king of the Javanas, whose name was Bhai or Fear, and she accepted him as her husband. So, the story of Puranjana is continuing. Who is Puranjana? Puranjana is a conditioned soul. Conditioned soul means the soul that lost connection with Krishna. And as a result of that, he is in the this material nature. When one, when does one re become disconnected from Krishna? When one refuses to accept his authority and existence. When one accepts Krishna's existence and accepts his authority and surrenders unto him, then the connection is there. The trouble starts when one rejects Krishna. And when one rejects Krishna, or why does one reject Krishna? One rejects Krishna because he wants to enjoy like Krishna. He wants to enjoy, he wants to become Krishna. Now in the spiritual world, how many Krishnas can be there? In the spiritual world there is only one Krishna. In the spiritual world is the, question, is the world of reality. There is no room for falsity. Hmm. Nothing wrong can exist in the spiritual world. Hmm. So Krishna is the only Supreme Lord. Therefore in the spiritual world Krishna is the only Supreme Lord. So now when we wanted to become Supreme Lords, huh, could we stay in the spiritual world? Uh, so we had to come to another world, uh, which is a makeshift world, not spiritual, uh, but uh, non-spiritual world. Non-spiritual means material. Hmm. There everything is real, here everything is unreal. Uh, and in this unreal world, which means the illusory nature, illusion, it's not there, but it appears to be there. Hmm. So material nature is illusory or maik, hmm. maik, unreal, false, uh, illusory. These are the meanings of the word maya. Uh, and in this world of Maya, Jai Shri Shri Gornitai ki Jai, Jai Shri Shri Radha Madan Mohan ki Jai, Jai Shri Shri Krishna Balaram ki Jai. <coughs> now in this world, uh, there can be many Krishnas. <laughs> and in this world, everyone is thinking that he is Krishna. Krishna means uh, everyone is thinking that he is the supreme controller, supreme enjoyer, supreme proprietor and so forth. Uh, that is the uh, situation, that is the condition of this material nature. Even a mosquito is thinking, I am the supreme controller. <laughs> Even an ant is thinking, I am the supreme controller. Uh, I am the supreme enjoyer. Uh, what to speak of living and human beings? 
And compared to the demigods, the human beings are like ants. From there they are watching. These ants, look at these ants. <laughs> they are thinking that they are so great. They are thinking they will control everything. They are thinking they are the supreme proprietor. And the demigods huh, just sweeps their hand in the ocean a little bit huh, and tsunami. <laughs> just uh, so many uh, cities are destroyed. So many people are destroyed. Just like somebody, there is an anthill and a human being goes and <coughs> hits it, what happens to the hand till? For the ant hill, or for the ant, the ant hill is his kingdom, his entire domain. He has a king, he has a queen, uh, and so many citizens. They built so many skyscrapers. Uh, we, we take pride in building uh, 150, 200 story building. If you look at the ant hill, huh, they have 2000 story buildings. <laughs> According to them, it is a big structure. Uh, 2000 story. Mm -hmm. But from our perspective, just the ant hill. So, this is how, from our own perspective, we are thinking, we are so great. I am the greatest. Everyone, this is the material nature. Everyone thinks that I am the center of everything. I am the center of everything. Everything is revolving around me. But... Is everything revolving around me? Is I'm, am I the center of everything? No. To understand that is the real knowledge. Trying to control this material nature is not real knowledge or wisdom. That's what is happening in the human society today. They are trying to control everything. I'll control everything. They are not satisfied with the arrangement that Krishna made. They want to make their own arrangement. But no matter whatever they try to do, in just one stroke of uh, nature, everything will be destroyed. That's what happens at the time of annihilation. Shankarshan just shakes his head a little bit. And there's a massive earthquake. The planet is resting on Shankarshan's head. Not the planet, the universe is resting on him. He breathes. He gives out some hot air and everything is burnt to ashes. There is a little flood. The whole creation goes under water. <clears throat> so this is how we be begin to realize, or rather if we look at it properly, if we analyze things per properly, then we see how insignificant is our existence and that's what we need to understand in this material nature. We are so insignificant. There was a big uh, boxer, Muhammad Ali. He was world heavyweight champion. And he used to claim, I am the greatest. He used to always boast, I am the greatest. And then, now you know what, is, what happened to him? 
is paralyzed. He can't even move his own hand. I am the greatest. Can't even move his own finger. And that's what will happen to all of us. Muhammad Ali at least proved himself that he was greatest. He was the world heavyweight boxing champion. <laughs> but we all are, uh, we are only our, cha our champions at our home. At our home we are the biggest personalities. Uh, I am the greatest. Everything must be hmm, arranged according to my desire, my plan. But then what happens? Old age comes. And that's what has been pointed out here. <clears throat> old age, the Sanskrit word for old age is jara. Jara marana mokshaya. Old age. And who is old age? Who causes old age? Huh? When we are 25, 30 years old, we, are, we think ourselves to be so powerful. Uh, we are the greatest. But then with time, uh, another 40 years, uh, and he's an old man. Uh, Jada old man, can't even lift his hand. Mm. To climb three steps he finds it so difficult. Uh, his whole body aches. Mm. And that's what happened to everybody. That's what will happen to everyone. Everyone is subjected to jara. Mm. Nobody can avoid old age. <clears throat> Only personalities like Narad Muni can. That's what Narad Muni said. Old age came. Narad Muni, I want to embrace you. Jara came. I want to marry you. Narad Muni said, I'm a brahmachari. And yes, uh, the old age cannot affect a brahmachari. The brahmachari is like Narad Muni, but of course they do not stay here forever. Narad Muni is staying, but uh, generally <coughs> old age cannot affect um, a brahmachari who is situated on spiritual consciousness. His body may get old, that is the nature, that, that is the, but that also takes a long time for Jara to affect him. But here this verse is saying, Narad Muni, she approached Narad Muni to marry her. But Narad Muni refused. So when in the Vedic culture, when somebody, when a girl gives her heart to somebody, uh, she cannot usually shift it from her, him to anyone else. There are many such instances. Like once, it Prabhupada also mentions in, the, in his purports, that for a woman, when she gives, his, gives her heart to somebody, uh, she is <clears throat> give it the heart she is loyal to him forever that is the meaning of the word chastity chastity mm. just one person heart is given and in the Vedic culture we see that uh, the wife mm, when the husband dies the wife also goes with the husband because she feels, what's the use of living now? So that is the real Vedic culture. Therefore, this 
Kalakanya, the daughter of time, Jara, uh, she took permission from Narad Muni. Okay, I gave my heart to you, I wanted to marry you, but I have to find some husband, so will you please uh, direct me where should I go? And Narad Muni very mercifully said, okay, uh, you are a woman, you need a shelter, so go to Mr. Fear. Huh? He's a very handsome young man. <laughs> he has a very fearful face, very frightening feature. He has uh, <clears throat> very powerful body. Whenever he approaches anybody, he starts to shake with fear. <laughs> so Mr. Bhai is your suitable husband. <laughs> so Kalakanna so went uh, and married Bhai. They are together. When old age comes, when one is young, he is fearless. I can conquer the world. But when <clears throat> old age comes, then he becomes afraid. Oh, I can't manage my affairs. And death will be coming soon. So old age and fear go together. Just as husband and wife go together. Like my dear, when Jada embraces somebody, then uh, that's what happened to Puranjan. Jada embraces Puranjan. And why, when Jada embraces, what happened to Puranjan? Puranjan didn't have any strength left. The five headed serpent was protecting the city of nine gates. This body is maintained or protected by uh, a five-headed snake. So who is that five-headed snake? Uh, the five-headed snake is five kinds of air. Pran, Apan, Saman, Vyan and Udan. <coughs> These are the five airs that are controlling the activities of this body. Mainly Pranbayu is very prominent. Pranbayu is holding the spirit soul in the body. Pranbayu's business is to keep the soul in the body. When the Pran uh, leaves the body, what happens? Pran nikal gaya. Matlab kya hota hai? Atma bhi nikal gaya pran ki saath. So pran is holding the soul within the body. And apan vayu is taking care of all the excretions from the body that everything that leaves that is the arrangement of Apanavayu. He throws out all the undesirable things in the body. Uh, all the dirt in the body is thrown out by Apanavayu. Then there is Samanavayu, uh, Udanavayu and Vanavayu. Uh, some Air is some air is some bayu is controlling our digestion. It's also arrangement of bayu. Vana is controlling the digestion. Then <clears throat> udana uh, controlling the activities of our nerves. Like, and that's why uh, 
when somebody becomes mad it's said that it is vayu's disease madness one cannot think properly that is these kind of diseases are caused by vayu actually many most of the activities are controlled by vayu uh, digestive system uh, respiratory system circulation system uh, uh, evacuation system and uh, nervous system so these five vayus which has been described here as a five headed snake protects the body <clears throat> but when kalkanya embraced puranjan then his body became completely weak he didn't have any strength left like when one becomes old doesn't have any strength to fight and the snake that is holding that is protecting the city of nine gates the now the this due to the embrace of kalkanya uh, he also uh, becomes incapable incapable to protect the body unable to protect the body and then javan raj the king of death attacks the body and defeats puranjan and what happens he takes the soul out of the body along with the subtle body now all this is happening why all these things are happening because one has rejected krishna when one takes shelter of krishna as narad muni did then kalakarna cannot do anything jara cannot do anything then death cannot do anything to him yes death may come to him just like the way death approached dhruva maharaj how many of you know how death approached dhruva maharaj and what dhruva maharaj did huh? okay very few okay uh, dhruva maharaj <coughs> was dhruva maharaj retired in badarikashram he was associating with the saintly people high up in the himalayan mountains then one day the chariot came from vaikuntha uh, when one becomes qualified uh, to go back to godhead then the chariot comes from vaikuntha so his chariot came for dhruva maharaj and dhruva maharaj and they came and they told uh, the lord has sent the chariot to take you back to his kingdom so dhruva maharaj said okay uh, so he went to bath in the holy river then he took leave from all the saintly personalities there then he circumambulated the chariot it's a, a sacred object so jai shri shri gornitai ki jai jai shri shri radha madan mohan ki jai jai shri shri krishna balaram ki he circumambulated the chariot and then as he was about to climb into the chariot he saw death personified but he was with folded hands begging dhruva maharaj please bestow your mercy upon me so this is how death treats a pure devotee of the lord he doesn't come to overpower him and take him away death comes to receive his mercy 
and through, through what Dhruva Maharaj did? Dhruva Maharaj used death's head as a step to climb the chariot. So, <clears throat> to go back to the other world, yes, we may have to take shelter of death. That means death means leaving the old body, material body. Do we need, can we take the material body to the spiritual world? Uh, why do we need the material body to the spiritual world? So we leave this material body. And who enables us to leave the material body? Mr. Death. Uh, Mrittu. Mr. Mrittu. Sriman Mrittu. Sriman Murtiman Mrittu. <laughs> and so a devotee puts his feet on death's head and death said now my life is successful <laughs> so that is how death treats a devotee of the Lord when one becomes a devotee of the Lord then everybody starts to respect him old age says, no, no, I'm not going to approach you. I'm not going to embrace you. You're a brahmachari. I'm a woman. I shouldn't embrace you. <laughs> Old age stays away from him. Death says, please bestow your mercy upon me. Uh, and this is how uh, pure devotee goes back to the spiritual world. So this is what we learn from this anecdote of Puranja, <coughs> allegorical story of Puranja. This is how Srimad Bhagavatam is so wonderful. Through Srimad Bhagavatam what are you getting? Are you getting some benefit from studying Srimad Bhagavatam? What are you getting from Srimad Bhagavatam? We are getting real knowledge. This knowledge was not available anywhere else. Uh, this knowledge is uh, in Srimad Bhagavatam and this knowledge is distributed by the Vaishnavas, the devotees of the Lord. Therefore, please study Srimad Bhagavatam very, very carefully. If you understand Srimad Bhagavatam, you will see your life has become perfect. When you start understand Srimad Bhagavatam and as a result of that, when you become a devotee of the Lord, then you will see old age cannot do anything to you, fear cannot do anything to you, death cannot do anything to you. These are our uh, very, very powerful enemies. Old age, fear and death. But when we take shelter of Srimad Bhagavatam, uh, we become free from their influence. Uh, so please, uh, don't, don't, don't just study Srimad Bhagavatam only when you come to the Bhagavatam class. Make it a point to read Srimad Bhagavatam every day. And also when the opportunities are there, discuss about Srimad Bhagavatam. When you get together, don't discuss about uh, O Kya Kya, O Kya Kya, Kal Kya Khaya, Parsu Kya Khaiga. Uh, not that. Don't waste your time in this mundane uh, topics, Gramma Katha. Just discuss about Bhagavatam. Like, oh, today's class we learned so many nice things. Puranjan story. Uh, so discuss among yourselves about your understanding of Puranjan story. So this is how uh, 
a Vaishnava uses his time, not allowing it to be wasted. Abhyatha kalatat. Abhyatha. Don't allow any moment to be wasted. Utilize every single moment in glorifying the Supreme Personality of Godhead and understanding your relationship with Him and re-establishing your relationship with Him. Gaur Premanande Hari Does anybody have any question? <clears throat> yes, Jan. Give him the mic. Yeah, you see, the best way, the fear will be there. Uh, Mark, just you arrived now? <laughs> so, the fear will be there, but we have to learn how to avoid fear. And the best way to avoid fear is by taking shelter of Krishna and his devotees. When you are taking shelter of Krishna, Fear will automatically go away. With proper knowledge, you take shelter. And then you get to see, I mean, what's there to be afraid of? Krishna is there to protect me. Nishingadev is there to protect me. So even though the fear is there, the moment you take shelter of Nishingadev, the moment you take shelter of Krishna, fear will run away. The moment you take shelter of devotees, you will see, Especially devotees, therefore devotees' shelter is so important. Because, you see, with Krishna's uh, count, with taking shelter of Krishna, we cannot see how Krishna is actually acting. Therefore, we may not be able to overcome the fear so easily. We cannot see how Nishingadev is acting. Uh, but with devotees, we can immediately see the uh, the their reciprocation. Mm. When you take shelter of devotees, then uh, many ways. They, then it's up to him, up to the devotees, how they will save us from our fear. It's up to them. Okay. <coughs> Hmm. So there are a few questions here. One from Dallas, Ravi is asking, Hare Krishna Maharaj, how to overcome doubts to develop real solid faith? Yeah, the best way to overcome doubt is by, as I mentioned, studying Srimad Bhagavatam. Because doubt means uh, lack of knowledge. When I do not know, then there is this uh, doubts. Mm. Doubt means two minds. Uh, the Hindi word for doubt is dvidha. Mm. Dvidha. Uh. So we don't know whether this or that. But when you have the knowledge, then what happens? I know this. This is it. There is only one way, not two ways, not many ways, only one way. Knowledge is just true, truth. Sun rises in east. The sun will never rise way in west, north, south, southwest, northwest, and so forth. East. <coughs> sun rises in the east. That's the truth. 
Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead. <laughs> he is the truth. We are his eternal servants. The truth. <laughs> so truths are very clear. So when you become situated in knowledge, when you become situated in truth, then doubts will disappear and you will develop your faith. So how to develop faith? By studying Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Charitamrita and scriptures like that. Study the scriptures because scriptures are giving uh, the Vedas, Vedic knowledge is giving the real informations. So Radhika Devi Dasi from Vrindavan. <coughs> Hare Krishna Maharaj, how to get rid of material activities, how to make Krishna center of our life? Very nice question. Hmm. How to get rid of material activities? So what are the, now let us understand Radhika, what is material activities? Material activities are activities that you perform by putting yourself in the center. Ah. Any activity that you are doing for yourself is material activity. So you are questioning how to get rid of material activities. Ah. And how to make Krishna the center of our life. So, how to get rid of material activities? If you are putting Krishna in the center. Huh? Instead of putting yourself in the center, you put Krishna in the center. And when you put Krishna in the center, hmm, then that becomes spiritual activities. So, your question has one very simple answer. Uh, that simple answer is, uh, put Krishna in the center and all your material activities will disappear. And by putting Krishna in the center, uh, you are uh, becoming free from uh, materialistic activities and by not performing materialistic activities, you are putting Krishna in the center. Thank you. Quite a few questions. De from Delhi, Ram Rajya Das. Hare Krishna Maharaj, Dandavat Pranam. There is a tremendous use of, there is a TRM used. TRM huh? term, okay. There is a term used, Akal Mrittu, okay. Like if somebody dies in young age or an accident, but as we know everything happens by will of Lord, so how can this term be justified? What is the destination of Akal Mrittu? Thank you Maharaj for your wonderful association. Thank you Ramraja Prabhu for your wonderful question. <laughs> So, very good question. <clears throat> the question is, Akal Mrittu. The word Akal Mrittu means, in simple words, untimely death. Hmm. Untimely death. Uh, so, when somebody, when somebody, when one is supposed to die, one is supposed to die at old age. Human life is generally 100 years uh, duration. So one is supposed to die at around 100 years. But sometimes we see that someone is dying, say at the age of 25. So then, is that death timely or untimely? It's untimely. Therefore, it is called Akal Mrittu. And this Akal Mrittu generally happens by accident or such. Uh, or committing suicide is Akal Mrittu, uh, accidental death. So the question is that if everything is happening by Krishna's arrangement, Krishna's 
uh, will, Lord's will, uh, then how can this term be justified? Hmm. Yeah, good question. So answer to that question is, everything happens by Krishna's will. That doesn't mean Krishna is saying, you die, you live, and so forth. No. Uh, Krishna is not saying that uh, whatever is happening to us in this world, it's not Krishna's doing. It is actually our doing. What Krishna has done, Krishna has set an arrangement called Guna Karma. Three modes of material nature and action-reaction principle. Principle of action and reaction. So we are acting on our own and those actions are taking place in different modes and the results is generated accordingly. Like for example, somebody steals. Now it's not that Krishna is telling him, oh you kill him. With his, in his own volition, in his own will, he is killing somebody. So when he is killing him, that action is generating reaction. He is becoming liable to the reaction. Or if somebody uh, comes to the temple and cleans the temple, he himself is doing it and it is generating the result. If somebody comes and gives in charity, if somebody comes and helps somebody in distress, they have one kind of reaction. In this way some activities are taking place in the mode of goodness, some activities are taking place in the mode of passion, some activities are taking place in the mode of ignorance. And as a result of that, the reactions are generated. Hmm. The reactions are simply uh, identified in two ways. Right action and wrong action. Right action is called punya. Wrong action is called pap. Hmm. So now let us consider one's Longevity is for hundred years. Now he does some wrong action. His life is minus. Five days minus. One action. Another action. Ten days minus. Another action. Two months minus. Another action. Five years minus. So in this way, hundred minus, 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 it's coming to... When he is 35, his all, now his time has come, his, all his credit is lost. Uh, so at that point he is 35, so all these minors, when it reaches the 35, now he has to leave his body. His body is strong, his body is healthy, but his ayu, the duration of his life is finished. So then what happens? Sudden death, all of a sudden, the soul leaves the body. So that is called Akalamrita. So Ram Rajya Prabhu, did you understand that it is not Krishna's doing, it is our doing. So wrong action will reduce our lifespan, right action will increase our lifespan. But, when we surrender to Krishna, then Krishna takes control. Uh, when we surrender to Krishna, Krishna, I am yours. Then Krishna says, okay, you are mine. I will control you. And then it is up to Krishna who, that he decides. Okay, uh, fine, I sent you to render devotional service and you have done very well. 
you preach Krishna consciousness so nicely, now you come back to me. So that is what happens to a devotee. For a devotee, even if he leaves untimely, it's Krishna's arrangement because he has, sudden, he has offered himself to Krishna. Whatever is happening to him is Krishna's arrangement. So, from Giriraj Das, Gurgaon, Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj, Dandavat Pranam, thank you for the wonderful class. We hear the words Javana and Mlecha. Can you kindly inform what do these two words mean in Vedic terms? Okay, Giriraj, read Prabhupada's books and you will get the terms clarified. Uh, just in this verse, Prabhupada pointed out, uh, the Javanas means untouchable. People, those who are so sinful that you don't even touch them. Because if you touch them, their sinful reactions will be transmitted to you. So you better don't touch them. <laughs> and mlechas, as you asked, mlechas are the ones who eat meat. The meat eaters are called mlechas and untouchables are called, meaning those who are very, very sinful, they are called javanas. It is not a geographical consideration. It is not a uh, physical consideration. It is not a consideration of appearance. It is a consideration of activity. Like today, the whole of India has become full of javanas and mlechas. Isn't it? Uh, what to speak of the whole world? Uh, all are meat eaters now. Most of the people in this world meat eaters. So they become full of natures. And their activities are so sinful that they are become javanas. But ISKCON is making everyone into brahmanas. <laughs> so those who have joined ISKCON, uh, from whichever country, from whichever background they are coming, they are Brahmanas and Vaishnavas. Rajasekhar Das from Sydney. <laughs> we see that quite an international audience we have today. <clears throat> Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. This is Sulakshana from Sydney. My question was, how should we explain Krishna's reciprocation in Chanting to our children. Uh, Krishna's reciprocation, you see, ultimate reciprocation is that how one is being affected by that. Uh, so you are chanting to your child, and if he is listening carefully, and if you are chanting sincerely, yes, Krishna will bestow his mercy. That will be the effect. And by chanting, you always generate good result, good effect. Therefore keep chanting. Uh, keep chanting and keep chanting to your children also and try to, when the child grows up a little more, uh, try to make him appreciate the holy name. Next question is from Sampat. Hare Krishna Maharaj Dandavat Pranam. Guru Maharaj, we are not able to make decision to move to India or stay in our present country. My wife does not want to be with M-I-L. What are these terms? M-I-L? Oh, okay. <laughs> I have to... I, we have to get a new dictionary now. <laughs> So, <clears throat> my wife does not want to be with mother-in-law. Please help us decide. <laughs> okay, Sampath, maybe you can write to me through email. Give me your email or phone number. Uh, without discussing with you, I cannot make any comment. I cannot help you just like that. 
Like I know, want to know the situation, where you are, in what kind of situation. And if you want to come to, come to, come to India to render devotional service, that's always desirable, that's always advisable. Uh, but whether your wife wants to stay with the mother-in-law or not, <laughs> that is uh, difficult for me to comment. Risha from Gurgaon, Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj, how can we overcome the material relations which causes attachments many a time? Uh, so, the material relations that are causing attachment, you begin to see, try to see that how they are Krishna's property, how they are Krishna's parts and parcels. In this way, try to develop all relationships with Krishna in the center. So material relationships will be there, but those relationships can be centered or the medium of that relationship can either be the body or Krishna. When the material relationship is centered around the body, then it is material. It is maik. But when the relationships are based with Krishna in the center, then it is spiritual. Uh, like husband-wife, yes, they have a relationship. Uh, but if the husband thinks that she is my property, then that is maya. Uh, and her body is meant for my enjoyment, my body's enjoyment, that is maya. Similarly, oh, this body came from my mother, came from my father, therefore he is my father, he is my mother. Uh, this other body came from the same mother and father, therefore he is my brother. Uh, so these are body-centered relationships. These relationships are material and illusory. But when you begin, when you see, oh, uh, when the husband sees, she is Krishna's property. She is Krishna's maidservant. So I must help her to render service to Krishna. In this way, when we see all the relationships with Krishna in the center, that is spiritualized. So that is how we have to develop our relationships and in this way, when we develop attachment, attachment is Krishna conscious. That attachment is beneficial. So Shivram Das, oh sorry, Shivam Das Ujjain. Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj, Dandavat Pranam. Thank you very much. You mentioned about chastity in Satipratha previously as a gesture of chastity. Widow women used to enter into fire after husband's death. So please describe the appropriateness and relevance of this system. Good question, very good question. Uh, I briefly mentioned in the class today why this pratha was there. The why it... So let my soul also go with her. That was the feeling. It was voluntary. Like, for example, Dhritarashtra, by being advised by Vidura, left home with Gandhari. And they went to Haridwar. And Dhritarashtra, there, although his whole life was very sinful, but there he started to practice yoga. And by achieving perfection through yoga, uh, he at one point created a fire and left his body. His body got burnt. Then Gandhari, his wife, faithful wife, entered into the fire. So the point is when somebody is voluntarily wanting to do that, that is one thing. But in today's world, what is happening? Some 
some cruel people used to force now your husband is dead you must die uh, the wife didn't want to die they used to tie up tie her up with hands and feet and throw her in the fire that is very very cruel act uh, so unless and until that kind of attachment is there when one voluntarily feels like doing that that is another thing in the recent past there had been some cases like in Rajasthan there is a place called Junjunu and the, the when the king died uh, the queen voluntarily entered into fire and she is considered to be sati and she is celebrated in whole of Rajasthan whole of India actually mm. as uh, Rani Sati so these are uh, the right examples okay so I'll stop now thank you all very much now you all go take breakfast and I'll see you all tomorrow <laughs> thank you I was thinking that I could say that I would lead the Kirtan this evening but I may not because I'm not in a very good shape today oh no today we have a program in indoor okay yeah this evening you know, I, I can't even <laughs> well uh, so yes we'll go to a program this evening and <clears throat> So those who are from Indore, we will see you all there. <laughs> Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. And those who want to come, you can report to uh, Bimal Krishna Prabhu and maybe we can make some arrangements if devotees want to go from here. Hare Krishna, Gaur Premanande, Hare Hare Guru. Palika, so where are you staying? At Radha Paris. Okay, very good. So you had a ride last yesterday? Yes. So, huh? Okay, because after I left, I began to wonder what happened to you. Huh? Okay. And Mark, how are you doing? When did you come? So everything was all right? Huh? Somebody picked you up from the airport? Very good. Are you happy to be here? <laughs> okay. Hare Krishna. <laughs> so this is Bhakta Mark from Belgium. Radhadesh. Yeah. Originally you're from? Okay. 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 Very good. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Gaur Premanande. Hare Hare.